Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Happy Thursday. Group chat Thursday. That is Jeremiah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's group chat Thursday. We love a group chat Thursday. We do love a group chat Thursday. We have, mm. we have implemented a group chat Thursday so that we can chat Yeah. all daggone day. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. What are we going to chat about? Well, we have a lot of group chat topics today. Well, there's a lot happening in um, Hawaii. You know, there's the Maui wildfires. Yes, yes. And a lot yes. of people are just having, they have like a hard time wrapping their heads around like why they shouldn't be to have, um, going to visit um, Hawaii because the natives have said, you know, the tourism industry is hurting their, their land and their people. Why isn't that just like a basic, like if that's what they say, then just do that? I don't know. We're going to talk about it. You know, people can't wrap their head around it. Okay. We're going to talk about relationships and money. People can't wrap their head around that either. Child, I cannot. <laughs> because it does get messy when you mix, you know, just finances with people in general. But, you know, when you're yeah. you're romantically tied to somebody, it can create a whole other layer of problems mm-hmm. if you don't um, have the right communication. Yep. And speaking of communication, <laughs> we got to talk about the skyrocketing rates of STIs in the U.S. And how do we talk about sexual health with your partner? You know, we're going to do a little role play later in the show. Oh, yes. We're going to do a communication nation because yeah. I feel like a lot of people, you know, they know that this is a conversation you're supposed to have, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to have the conversation. That's right. They don't know how to have the conversation. And I get it. I understand it, but it doesn't change the fact that it needs to be had. Gotta have it. So we are going to do our best to, you know, again, help the people. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. All right. So keep it like right here to the Amanda Seals show. Uh, remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can go to wherever you get your podcast and check it out. And you can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, Side Effects of Textured Hair. And today is the release of my new project, In a Man We Trust. No, it's not. Today's Thursday. Gotcha. <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, y'all. But see, I had you on your toes. I had you on your toes. Okay. So make sure tomorrow that, well, you have until tomorrow to like go to inamandawetrust.com, drop your name in the email. Boom. You will get an email tomorrow to watch the project, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just trying to make it easier for you. We're just trying to make it easier for you. All right, so you know what to do. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. We have time to listen, laugh, and learn, and to talk and chat all day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time to jump into this group chat. Yes, so earlier this week, Amanda, we talked about the Maui wildfires. And, you yeah. know, um, the devastating destruction that's been happening on the island. Um, and it kind of re- re-sparked the conversation around, you know, t- the tourism industry in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, a lot of natives have been saying for the past few years that they want people to stop coming to Hawaii and, and yeah. um, enabling this industry that's depleting their resources. Yes. And depleting their land. Um, and I think for a lot of people, this was news to them. They're like, what do you mean? I love Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii. Right. I want to go to the beach, drink a Mai Tai, go to a luau. Absolutely. And it's just been really, um, it really has, I think, um, 
show people like I guess how different or how separate Hawaiians feel from even just like um, America. America as a country, <laughs> as a concept, all those things. Yeah. They're not American by culture or mm-hmm. by ethnicity. They're mm-hmm. American by force. Right, right. And I don't think that's like a thing people can grasp, even though a lot of black people are the ones not grasping it. Right, right. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, I think in our community, we see it the most, but I've seen other folks in other communities. Oh, too. I know. I yeah. always expect them. Right. I was just like them, but when we act like we don't understand concepts that we are literally like mm-hmm. victims of, I'd be like, how y'all don't see this? But let's also, also I want to break it, break this down. Just the idea of like people understanding the, um, I guess the chasm of between the tourism. Cause we, I think people, some people feel like, oh, it's tourism. So we're bringing money to this place. People are thriving off of this, but that's really not the case that's happening in, um, on mainland um, Hawaii, on the islands that people are actually supporting through tourism. Well, I think people just don't even grasp the fact that, y'all, it's not the Hawaiians that own the hotels. Right. <laughs> okay? It's not the Hawaiians that own the businesses, for the most part, that are being uh, patronized by tourists. Mm-hmm. Like, have y'all not watched White Lotus on HBO? Like, this is the whole thing. It's the Hawaiians who are being displaced off of their land mm-hmm. by these companies that come in and want to build hotels and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's a certain amount of this that has happened in Grenada as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of islands, right? And a lot of times, it in those cases, it'll be like the prime minister that's selling out the island. Right. In this case... America came... Y'all don't really understand that America stole Hawaii. They love to call things annex, which is just a a word for stealing. Like, it's basically a word for stealing without war. You know what? It's so funny as you say that because I'm I'm laughing because we're we're talking about just what's going on in Florida, like around like revisionist history. Yes. But we're all also products in a a sense of revisionist history. Even the idea of like manifest destiny. Of course. We we, we sought out what was was determined for us to be. It was destined for us to have this land in the West. Because God said we should have this land in the West. I mean, people were already there, but it's ours. Right. And we're going to like get rid of them so we can have this land. Yeah. And do what we got to do through death, through... Lewis and Clark. Right. Lewis and Clark, now they, that, that's a tale now. They Second Jawaya. Yeah. So I think even now, to your point, even the annexing of Hawaii, where we're taught about that, is very similar, but continue. I don't even think we're taught about that. It's just yeah. like, Hawaii. and then there was, yeah, and then there was Hawaii. And you're like, mm-hmm. but like, but how? Mm-hmm. And literally the white people went over there, started planting pineapples, and then was like, you know what? We're going to need all of this to plant the pineapples. You know what? We're actually going to take it. All of it. We're going to take it. And they had a queen. I cannot pronounce her name properly, so I'm not even going to do it. But- you should make it your business to do a quick, just do a quick Google look. A Google search. You know, I want to really encourage y'all that when we're talking about something that you've never heard about, like don't expect to hear us give you the whole one too, because you can get the whole one to yourself. Go onto that internet and say, how did Hawaii become a part of the U.S.? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, get the heck out of here. Have, and then you're going to start pronouncing it Hawaii. They did. We were not pronouncing it wrong. Out of respect, you'll be like, I can't even hit y'all with the Hawaii. It's Hawaii. <laughs> Have a eh. All right. We'll be right back. We got more talk about this tourism thing because it doesn't just end with Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And also, and the reality is, a lot of us are looking at how we want to get out of here and do different things and go in different places. So, we're going to talk about that in a little second. But first, we're going to hit you with some sixty headlines. Not to be confused with 60 second headlines. Sixty <laughs> headlines. Have a eh. Keep it like right here the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremy Like the Bible here. And it's time for 60 Second Headlines. All right. First up, former President Barack Obama is asking Americans to help the victims of the Hawaii, fi- Hawaii fires. And he's working. I just said Hawaii how many times? <laughs> and you still going American it? That's what threw me off. I was like, no, that's not the right pronunciation. Um, Hawaii. 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 I just can't make do the, it. Yes, you can. Don't be white. <laughs> The Atlanta come out just when I try to like add a whole uh, accent to it. Atlanta be having accents in everybody's names. Yeah. Exactly. There's an accent in Hawaii. (laughs) Hawaii. Hawaii. Make the W a V. Make the W. Hawaii. 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 There we go. It's the... We got there, though. We got there. The the Cab County schools, (laughs) y'all. They're kicking my butt right now. Um, And he's working with the Red Cross to raise funds for the victims of the wildfires that killed over 100 residents of Maui. I think this is great. Uh, you know, President Barack Obama is definitely somebody that people are looking to step back into the space mm. and like use his voice. Uh, I'm glad that he's using his voice for this when he's finished with this. I would love for him to start talking about fascism. We really appreciate it. All right. Also, at my alma mater, there was a violent Howard University. There was a violent altercation involving D.C. locals outside of two of the residence halls. The incident resulted in at least one of the students getting stabbed and several others injured. I mean, we're doing this as a 60 second headline, but this is a much bigger story. Yes. Because when you get start, when you start looking into it, you're like, what the heck is going on on Howard's campus? And yes, I don't sir. mean about the people that were storming the campus. I mean, like the security yes. and the security guards mm. and the leadership, et cetera. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Because it's, it's, it's the problem. The way y'all be prepping, the way y'all be repping Bison, I'm like, okay, we got to. We mad too. We mad too. Um, also, Beyonce is setting the record straight on the perfling tour Lizzo. Um, she shouted her out during her recent tour performance saying, I love you, Lizzo. Oh no! What are y'all doing with that? Uh, the girls are getting along. Also, Dwayne Wade has confirmed that Democratic Party in Florida has expressed interest in him running for a Senate seat on behalf of them in 2024. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's going to take. It's going to take there being like a, a coup situation in Florida where somebody's got it. Like they they're not going to be able to turn this around unless it's like reaching deep within. Dwayne Wade. All right. And lastly, the blind side dad, Sean Tui, says the family is devastated after Michael Ora claims the relationship with the family was a lie and they profited off of him. I mean, all right. <laughs> Devastation. Prove it. That's all I'm saying. Shows the paperwork. Shows the paperwork. Y'all, that's how it goes down. See, second headlines right here. We got more group chat Thursday when we get back. We've been talking about tourism and talking about traveling to Hawaii and how the people of Hawaii are like, don't come here. We're going to talk about it when we get back. And, uh... Why there's so much resistance mm-hmm. from people when, like, they're being told not to go? Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. Okay, so, of course, we know the wildfires in Maui have been devastating. Mm-hmm. There have been over 100 deaths. I mean, it really is a tragedy. Yep. But this is not the beginning of the Hawaii conversation. Like, mm-hmm. people have been saying that the tourism uh, industry in the, in the island is a problem. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we really, they've been saying, like, the natives of, of Hawaii have been saying, like, please don't come here. Right. Now, I fell into a trap because... I thought I was being helpful. And I was like, y'all, they said don't go there, don't go there. So instead, go to Puerto Rico or go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the the Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands was like, pop the brakes. Don't come here either. Don't come here either. (laughs) And the reason they were saying don't come here either either is because they have been colonized as well by America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why is it so hard for people then to respect that these people are saying do not come to our island not because we don't want you here as Americans, but because you are fueling an industry that is eating us alive. I think when it comes to the black people specifically, because we're a black show talking to black people. Hey, everybody else. But, you know, yeah, we're keeping it here. I think this is where we show our Americanism, the intersectionality of being black and American, because Americanism is all about being exceptional. It's about taking, if that makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. it's very individualistic. Yes. that We can't even conceptualize like, what do you mean? You don't want us to come spend our money. We helping you out. We doing you a favor. That part right there is. And it like it's like it was, it's like a conundrum because in, in that like that American side come out kicking in the kicking in the dub, waving the fofo. Like I'm trying to I think. Especially with black people, I'm trying to help you. I'm doing something for you. How dare you say you don't want my help? And it's like, well, I don't need your help. Actually, the help I'm thing- expressly <laughs> saying that the version of help that I need from you is not that. Uh-huh. And it's also, we talked about it earlier in the show, especially as black people being a, a community that's often extorted. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> my thing was going to be like, I think a lot of us feel like, well, I thought y'all was talking about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can still come. Can we still come? Because we're us. We, didn't, we, we definitely didn't colonize y'all. Right. And we, and, the, and for what it's, what it's worth, we're not profiting either in the same way as these larger corporations and entities. No, but we are feeding their profits. Yeah. Well, I think that's our thought. Like, we're not profiting off this. It's the white people profiting off this. So we should still be in the clear. And it's like, no, you're enabling. You're fueling. <laughs> you're fueling. Because even me as someone, like, when I first heard about this, I'm like, what's wrong with the whole thing? So I did my research, you know, mm-hmm. to, to truly just understand, like, oh, what's the chasm between the tourism and just the natives on the McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Island, and I, I had saw this um, like mini doc about this, and they were talking about how people are getting priced out yes. because of the uh, tourism industry. Yes. People living outside. Homelessness is crazy on the islands. Because it's getting so expensive. Um, and there's like even, there was, a, there was a story about a family that they lived on a certain section of um, the country that was just um, designated for like natives. Okay. But the waiting list was so long that the people are like, I can't even go on the list. I've been on the list since I was since like 1995. And it, this was done like maybe 
pre-pandemic era, or like right after the pandemic. So let's say 2021. Uh-huh. That's a long time to be on a waiting list for housing as a native person when they building up these hotels and these motels and these water parks. And you're like, I'm homeless. I can't even live on the land that's designated for me as an indigenous person to this land. But y'all over there eating, drinking out my ties. Don't do it. Leave it alone. And I think as with the cisgender thing, it's like, once you see the facts, that should mm-hmm. be enough. Mm-hmm. Stop arguing the facts. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to make it rational. Stop trying to, you know, put the pieces together of the puzzle and be like, oh, you know what? But let me put in my two cents. You're not that smart. <laughs> None of us are. Right. Like the facts are what they are. You are not going to come and like philosophize your way out of the reality, right. which is the tourism industry is a byproduct of the colonization of Hawaii mm-hmm. and continues to disenfranchise the native people and indigenous people of Hawaii. If you consider yourself a good person, do not help them in that process. Right. Ba-dum-bum. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And Jeremiah is about to hit us with his Seals Show superlative. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for Most Likely To. Today's Seals Show superlative goes to Chloe Bailey. <laughs> Why you said it like that? <laughs> you add a little dramatics to it. And it's most likely to cry over a burger, Amanda. Mm. Some people say don't cry over spilled milk. But she also shouldn't cry over a burger. But she's like, why would she be crying over a burger? Okay. So backstory. So, you know, they was in Atlanta over the weekend. Where were they at? Atlanta. Atlanta. Over the weekend for Beyonce's Renaissance concert. Yes. So apparently they at the hotel, not the Holiday Inn. Okay. Um, they at the hotel or whatever. And they call room service, as one does. And Chloe orders a Beyond Burger. Because, you know, her and Hallie are vegan. They've been vegan for, like, over 10 years now. Oh, wow, okay. And they talk about it, like, publicly and everything, you know, their veganism journey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she said, what orders are beyond breaking when you're at a hotel? Because, you know, you want to maintain your vegan diet. Okay. Baby, that burger came. Chloe eat. I mean, Hallie's eating it. She's like, oh, my God, this burger is so good. No! She's like, this burger is so good, Chloe. She's like, are you, she's like, are you sure this is, like, a Beyond Burger? And Chloe's like, yeah, girl, I ordered a Beyond Burger. I asked the man, can I get a Beyond Burger? She said, okay. Munching, eating, eating. Chloe come over there, get her burger, bite into it. She like, wait, hold up. This dripping too much. It's got a little too much juice going on. And you, you ever had Beyond Meat? Like, even when you cook it, it doesn't like um, have like juice per se. Because it's not. It's blood. not meat. It's not meat. Baby, Chloe bit, bit that burger. She like, wait, something ain't right. Eee! This ain't it. Calls the calls calls room service back. Like, hey, those burgers you sent, they're um Beyond Burgers, right? He's like, yes, they're brand burgers. No. She's like, no, Beyond Burgers. He's like, no, what's that? You asked for a brand burger. She's like, no, I don't know what a brand burger is. I mean, maybe that was just there. I went through something similar to this at a hotel recently where like, I was like, I just want a cheeseburger. They're like, no, we don't have cheeseburgers. We only have something like, like the name of the hotel burger. Right. I was like, does it have cheese on it? <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> the cheeseburger. So yeah, so she like in there and she finds out it's not a Beyond Burger. Oh Literally get, goes into tears. She, she was so sad. She got on live and talked about it. <laughs> but the funny part of it is that she said why she's like crying. Hallie's like laughing at her. because if you ever, Didn't Hallie eat the burger? Yes, but you know they're, like, their uh, personalities. Um, right. Chloe's definitely much more emotional and Hallie's Cancers. more is just... She must be a Capricorn. 
Hallie's an Aries. I, that was I. I was literally about to say or Aries. That fire, you know, that fire and water. <laughs> but you know, but she, but she actually, actually, honestly, she's really distraught because, like, if you committed to veganism for uh, ten years, she they haven't had meat in ten years, like at all. Like they're really strict about that. I know, but it's like you didn't do it on purpose. I think that's why it's messed up too. It's like, dang, and you enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, that's the real part. That break was good. Mm, this is so good. Chloe, I mean, Hallie knew. She said, wait. It's on. too good. I don't have Slutty Vegan before, but this ain't <laughs> Shout out to Slutty Vegan. ATL. Actually, shout out to Slutty Vegan. Uh, they were uh, burglarized. What? Yeah, they were burglarized this weekend at the ATL location that we were at. What? Yeah. And by the way, Slutty Vegan is cash only. I mean, is um, no cash. Really? So, so it's like, what are you even robbing? They also opened up a new location in like Spelman, I believe. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. So shout out to Pinky and the whole Slutty Vegan crew. Mm-hmm. They're well, so nice. That right there. They were so nice. Burger's good too. Now that, now that burger was good. That was a good burger. Yeah, and burger. it was a Beyond, it not was. a brand. It wasn't. It All wasn't. right. Well, we got more show for you right here. Keep it like the Amanda The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. To all the folks born on the 17th, it is Robert De Niro's birthday. Mm, happy birthday. It is also Sean Penn's birthday. But more importantly, it is the former, the late great head of the UNIAA, the Black Star Line, the creator of the red, black, and green flag. It is the birthday of the late Marcus Garvey. Happy birthday, R.I.P. Marcus. And a lot of people will say things like, you're not black, while they're waving an RBG flag. <laughs> Not realizing that it was created by a Jamaican man. Mm-hmm. And they will say, you're not black because you are West Indian. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Garvey was actually deported back to Jamaica. Uh, for those who don't know, Marcus Garvey was, you know, uh, a, part, a part of the Back to Africa movement and was really trying to get folks to go back to life to go to Liberia. And so the Black Star Line was a whole line of ships that he had chartered 
for black folks to get black folks back to Liberia. And he successfully had gotten some folks back there who, you know, created um, created communities over there and everything. But he was such a powerful leader that in true America fashion, they was like, oh, we got to get you out of here. Luckily, he left with his life. But they definitely was like, you got to go back to your motherland. I feel like that's like the first iteration of like the time journal cruises, you know, the cruise back to the, the, the mainland. That'd have been fun. It had music on it. It had a line dance. You don't think so? <laughs> There's a version. I mean, if it's black people, that's going to be a part of it regardless. You know the food was good. Food's going to be good. Food's going to be great. What do we got going on today well, in our in, group chat? We're in group chat Thursday. Um, but I want to give an update on our my most likely to. So, you know, I gave it to Chloe Bailey. Yes. And then I wanted to let you guys know I forgot this. That Slutty Vegan end up giving her a lifetime supply of burgers because of the whole hotel incident. <laughs> so shout out to Slutty Vegan once again. Shout out. Um, but this hour, we're going to talk about relationships and money. Do mm. they mix? How is it? How do you navigate Okay, but they that? don't mix. So there's that. We can just start <laughs> off top, y'all. They don't mix. They don't bring the, the... The milkshake does not bring the boys to the yard. But they don't mix easily. I don't think they mix. I think they have to mix at a certain point. You gotta, we got to figure out what the best way for them to mix. They don't mix. It's not going to be sunshines and rainbows. The only way they can mix is a removal of egos. Okay. To me, that's really the only way. And that, child, is a whole other thing. And you got to have money to go to therapy to remove those egos. Oh, there's that. Put on a credit card. But we're going to talk about all that when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, it is a group chat Thursday. We love your calls. So make sure to hit us up 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Also, remember if you miss any of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcast. Also, check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses Side Effects of Textured Hair with Hair Guru Anthony Dickey. Also, I just want y'all to know that tomorrow is the release of my project, In Amanda We Trust, a political comedy documentary. Go to inamandawetrust.com, check out the trailer, see how you can support. This is an independent project that I put together, not just for myself, but for us and for the people. So hopefully you will show love and hopefully you'll learn a thing or two. Uh, Speaking of learning, you know what it is. It's the Amanda Steele Show, and that's what we do every day here. We listen, laugh, and learn. So stick around. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we're about to get into this group chat. All about relationships and money. We are. So, Amanda, Mm -hmm. relationships are already complicated. Like, just (laughs) when you have some people. (laughs) Right. Money's complicated. Put the two together. Complications. But I wonder, do you loan... Do you loan your partner's money? Like if you're dating somebody or you're in partnership with somebody, are you giving out a little, you know? I never will again. Oh, okay. I have in the past and I'm a generous person and- I love that for you. 
Uh, you love what for me? That you're a generous, generous, generous person is giving oh. out money to people because I ain't giving out nobody. No, I give give people stuff, but money, some about money. It's always. I mean, you've received bonuses from me. Yes, yes. But I mean, like, I guess, like, money, money gets tricky when people you know, like, like. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken; they're true to chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You are Here's exchanging the thing. money. To, like the problem. Okay. So I've had to realize this year mm-hmm. that like my relationship to money is not reflective of like the society's relationship to money. Okay. So for instance, like I'm over here, like, oh, I've talked about this before. Like, oh, I'm going to do a free show because I want people to have access. Right. And people are like, I don't respect your free show because it's not costing no money. Right. So I'm in my relationship to money was like, oh, money is just a, a, a thing that's in the way mm-hmm. of us being able to be connected. And they're like, no, money is what's making me consider this valuable. Right. So that ends up like not serving me. Right. Mm-hmm. My relationship to money is also that I consider money to be a delightful enabler. And I know that I have the privilege of this because I never had to like read by candlelight. Like I don't have a Viola Davis story. Like I grew up with, even though my mom was working her butt off, like I, Amanda, never knew. You didn't feel the impact. You wasn't like, ooh, we struggling tonight. Until she would be like, you don't know what I have to do. And I'm like, I don't because I'm 12. Well, someone did say recently, I heard a video or like, about if money buys you happiness happiness is like no money um is like a six cents it helps the other five senses yes it allows you so by the time i when i finally became financially stable it just allowed me to not have to worry about money Mm -hmm. right and so once i had that access to it it becomes something i want to be able to share with other people like if that's going to be a thing that you need like i I got it like and if i have it and i got it like it's not going to break you like why not but i again Unfortunately, our society is not built to respect that. And so mm-hmm. people take advantage of you Yeah, and people take you for granted. So I have loaned exes in the past. And of course, there's been times where like I've just put up bread, but there's been times where I've loaned them money and loaned by the understanding that I'm paying for this because you don't got it right now and you're going to pay me back. And then they flip the script on me. When do you distinguish this is a loan versus a gift in a relationship? Because I- because there's certain things that are your responsibility. You just don't have the bread right now. But there's okay. certain things that are just like us. Like if we're going on a trip together and I want to go on a trip mm. and I want you to come with me on a trip and you don't got it. Like it's just what it is. Right. right? Unless we both said we're going to split this and then you just didn't pay the other half. Right. So it really comes down to a conversation, too, about like everything comes down to a conversation <laughs> about what, 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 what but are it should be easy. Yeah, it should be easy. You know, like I, I don't want to have to pay. Like if we're on vacation, I'm not paying for your drinks. I don't drink. Not a little bit. You want, I mean, the drinks be expensive on vacation. That's my too. point. The drinks be the same cost as lunch. Hell, the drinks expensive in the, in the regular life. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, you know, I don't think that should be my responsibility. But I think it's very important to be able to communicate mm-hmm. about money. And in relationships, it seems like that's always such a hard thing. And I'm not I'm not completely sure, like, where the contention comes from. I mean, I think it definitely depends on people's individual relationship with money. Like, how yeah. they were raised around money. Yes, because, okay, yes, yes. So, I think, too, they bring in that into... And if you have two conflicting views about money, like, some people feel like, I live in abundance. I can spend money all day. Other people are more, like, conservative about their money. Like, I don't spend... 
Unless the house is burnt down. But some people are also afraid of money. Like they're afraid yeah. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like they think that, like it has a tension attached mm-hmm. to it because I feel like there's this idea that you're going to get me. We're trying to get you, Amanda. You got to look on the internet. People always out to get somebody. I mean, I've been got many times. I can't do it. I've been got from the people I've loved. I've been got from a stranger in China. I've been got... <laughs> My dad bought a, a toolbox off the internet <laughs> and it came with no tools. With no tools. <laughs> and he was like, they got me. I was like, why are you buying stuff off Facebook? That's, you deserve, you deserve, to, get <laughs> you deserve to get got. But I think it's important to be able to have those conversations and I will never lend a partner money again. Okay. We got to keep talking about I've been burned too much. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I've been burned. Let's go burn for me. I've been burned for my generosity and it just makes you say, I would rather put this generosity somewhere else. I feel that. So it brings me back. I want to know, talk about this when we get back about like, would you make major purchases with this with the person that's not your spouse? Okay. A house, a car, a dog. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. So stay locked in, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Okay, so we were talking about just how money can like muck up a relationship, mm-hmm. like a romantic relationship. Right, specifically, because that's it's one thing with money and friends. I ain't got to see you no more. Okay. But we're in the same like household. Yeah. Well, we just in love with each other. Money can really mess up everything. It really can. And it, I actually, before we went on break about like, would you ever make a major purchase with someone you were not like married to? I mean, you've always talked about like you don't want to get married. Like that's not your that's not your uh, steez. It's not even that I don't want to get married. It's just not something I'm considering like a goal. Mm-hmm. If it happened and it was practical, like I wouldn't like poo poo it. If I get on the internet one day and it's Amanda at a uh, proposal, I will throw my phone. Really? Yes, yeah, so I'll be like, what? Why? <laughs> because you're just like you didn't like weddings and stuff. So like you're very just like not in that space. So to see like a whole proposal. I mean. <laughs> I think I, I, I think I deserve a proposal. I mean, I would love I'm that. I'm such for a romantic. You. I would love that. I would just be in shock. Like I would like what? I'd be like y'all playing. This is a, this is a gag. <laughs> she set this up for for the for the for the light. Hilarious. Um, but 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 speaking about that, like as far as like you know, even if you were married, like that sounds like it was something we should deploy do. for like my next special. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, but buying buying things with anybody is always tricky, but especially when you're in partnership with them. So what what has that looked like for you as far as making major purchases? I've never done that. Really? Mm-mm. Intentionally? 
No, I mean, I my last relationship was my first like long term relationship. Mm-hmm. It was three years, uh, and then ultimately, I think um, you have to have like the same interests, right? You know, so like to me, if I was gonna buy something with somebody. Maybe it would be have to be like a boat or something. Like there's nothing like I'm not trying to buy a house with somebody. A houseboat or it's a regular boat. A houseboat would be actually be really cool. That's cute. Yeah, like I don't know. You know, I have to I have to be honest. I have been um I won't say I've been a loner, but I've just had to be an independent person for such a long time that I don't know that it would make sense for me to buy a home with somebody unless I also had my own home. Is it scary to do that? Just being someone who has been like independent not necessarily independent like you have the means to do your own thing does it are you like caught like maybe i should not i will tell you this when i bought my house every professional woman in my life and i'm talking all of them were like hold up you buying this by yourself right they're not on a lease and i think a lot of that trepidation comes from the fact that like for so long women did not have rights to our own property Mm -hmm. we didn't have rights to our own money and so there's definitely this idea of like now that we do Protect yourself because you don't know what could happen. I mean, this man was here and then he just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once that once you real once you experience something like that, you're like, wow, thank goodness that I, you know, at least have my own consciousness about my things. I mean, if y'all seen Diary Man Black Woman, he put the truck up outside with Shamar Moore at the braids and said, Yo, step outside. And that's and my crazy. New girl is here. And that's crazy. And I think the the truth is that some people are really wicked. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are really wicked, and sometimes you just didn't let yourself know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I have an ex who just was like, oh, just turned into a completely wicked person. Mm. And it's like, they always had that in them. Yeah. But you didn't know that it was still so close to the surface. I think it's like a naive thing to think that like, oh, love with love, this nothing bad can happen. Like, we, uh, you have to still be smart. <laughs> you have to still yeah. be logical. So let's get into that. All right. Want to talk about it when we get back? Yeah. All right, y'all. Stay locked in. More group chat Thursday on the way. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible here. So we were talking about just whole, you know, love and money, mm-hmm. right? Relationships and money. Um, and you were saying that, you know, I think a lot of people think that love will conquer all, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, currency. Have you outside? <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be smart. Right. Especially when it comes to the business of relationships. In a sense, relationship, especially if you're married, it's actually illegal. There's no innocence. It's legal. It is business. You get a tax yeah. deduction. Yeah, that's true. Um, and people, but people don't think put their business hat on when it's time to talk to business. They still got their bedroom eyes on. Like, oh, this is my boo. This is my my man, my man, my man. When you have to, especially if you have like certain means, or not even in a, in a negative sense. Like there are some people I've seen couples like you know your partner's financial uh, yeah. practices, the way they yeah. are about money. There you go. Are not the way you do spend your money. Correct. And you have to be conscious of that. You can still love them. You can still do all What if they're things. still paying their college loans right. and still crossing their fingers about mm-hmm. Biden and you don't have no debt? <laughs> right. Or just are like, it's very frivolous. Like I know people who are like, I'm just very frivolous. Like they, they know they got no money, but they over here going to Dubai. Like, right. If you know that about your partner, you need to be conscious about how you're interacting, especially when it comes to y'all money together. And having a system in place so you're not 
there is an issue on the back end about like the way they're spending money versus how you're spending money. Um, especially when the bills are due. You also have to know about like, are they selfish? Yeah. Right? Because the reality is, is that when the money is is getting handled, mm. are they going to put themselves first? Mm. Like I dated somebody who like w- later on was trying to be like, oh, I don't want to... Um, I, I don't want to contribute to a trip because I spent I spent so much money like trying to keep up with you when we started dating and I was just like well I don't know what that means like right. I didn't you know and also like why am I somehow being punished for that on this end or whatever and I don't know if punished is the right word but it was like that was something I never even thought that I would ever hear mm-hmm. um, but I think it's very important to know the laws in your state around especially if you're dwelling with somebody or getting property with somebody, whether mm-hmm. it's a car or a commercial property or something. Cause you know, sometimes you're with somebody, you're like, let's start a business. Okay. Like, what does that mean? Baby, these businesses. Let's, let's, let's not, let's not start a business. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, how does this work together? Um, you know, I mean, Kiki Palmer, like she employed her uh, baby daddy, right? At her yeah. production company. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it seems like it should make sense. Right. And also, too, you talked about this earlier in the break about just uh, earlier in the hour about when you love somebody, you want to give like you're like, yes. And whether that's opportunity, whether that's actual monetary value, you're like, I'm trying to build and and create access. Mm -hmm. If I have it, you have it. Yes. But sometimes, you know, it's not appreciated sometimes, oftentimes. And also you have the just the the problems of patriarchy get in the way if you're Mm -hmm. a woman doing that, too. Also, can you handle this? Can you handle the thing I'm giving you? Can you handle it? The answer be no sometimes. You have to be able to own it. yeah. And a, a lot of times people don't want it because they didn't get it themselves. You know that, right? Yeah. They needed it. Mm-hmm. You provided it. And then they're resentful of you because they didn't get it themselves. Give it to me. Uh, my hand out. Yeah. I got that big G. The way that Jeremiah pretends that he is broke <laughs> is so... I didn't I didn't say broke. I mean, I mean anything. Like, if, you, if people are offering something to me and That's I not true. It, you don't think so? Of you? That's true of me. No, it's not. I mean, if I want it better than if I don't want it. Ah, you see how there's caveats now? You see how the caveats popped up? Asterisk. Keep it like right here, the Amanda uh... Seal show. <laughs> this man acts like I don't talk to him every damn day. <laughs> like, I, I, I know you're a Gemini and everything, but I talk to you literally every day. In some form or fashion, we end up doing some type of exchange, even if it's a text. But Jeremiah seems to still think that he's like in his own cocoon of himself. And it's like, I'm here with you every day. I'm in a cocoon. About the metamorphosis. You know what your cocoon is made of? <laughs> Saran wrap. <laughs> we'll be right here. The Amanda Seal Show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. This is Jeremiah I Like the Bible. This is Amanda Seals. And Amanda. And Amanda, we trust is coming out tomorrow. Are you excited? I am very excited. Are the people excited? Are y'all excited in the car? Y'all need to be excited. <laughs> Let me hear y'all scream in the car right now. Blow the horn at somebody because In the Man We Trust is coming out um, tomorrow. But first... Well, let me just say this, though. It was even weird for me to just say I'm excited. I never am excited about anything. Mm-hmm. And I was actually genuine. I'm like genuinely excited. You're getting giddy. Y'all. It's like the first day of school all over again. Yay! Clothes laid out on the bed. Um, but the phone lines are open, y'all, because it's a group chat Thursday at one 855 to 1-855-262-6328. Call us, let us know, you know, your thoughts and the things we're talking about. Let's go to the phone lines now. Hey, who's this? Hey, Amanda, this is Angie from ATL. I just wanted to let you know about my racial profiling experience at the damn Home Depot. I went to Home Depot and had a big old bill full of stuff, and this white lady excused me at the self-checkout Really, though. I'd have got that phone now, like, see? <laughs> see y'all? Uh, also, with self-checkout, they got them cameras on you. If I was going to steal when we at self-checkout, they got cameras on you. It's loud. Every time you... If you, like, accidentally move something, it's like, you stealing, you stealing. It's like... Really? Yeah, it's on self-checkout. If you, like, move something, or and, like, I guess the camera or the sensor uh-huh. thinks you're trying to steal something, it's like... You didn't scan something. You didn't scan something. I'm like, yeah. I'm old school. I really will avoid self checkout as much as possible. I just have no energy for it. I didn't. I didn't train for this job. I don't know this job. There are people who have learned this job. It's just not. I don't, I, why am I here? Because them lines be long. The regular lines. I'm like. I've been seeing. I see both. So I'd be like, well, yeah, you know, what's the true. point? That's true. I always feel special when I'm like, oh, I'm punching buttons. Do you really? You're 12. <laughs> You're 12. They knew that there would be people like you. So they were like, we're going to do this. I do not feel special. I feel like if I were, if I were younger, if I were a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Especially you get to get the handheld scanner. Like, I'm scanning stuff. Oh, the scanning stuff. Beep. Meanwhile, I work at the grocery store and was like, get me out of here, y'all. <laughs> yeah. That Publix. That Publix. The sandwiches are great, though. Great sandwiches. <laughs> the peach pie. Mm. Mm. That's the frustrating thing about Publix. You know it's racist. It's you, like, you feel it. But God dang, the products. And they be smiling at you. Everyone's happy. It's like Disneyland. And green. Very green. Mm-hmm. All right, we are not green. We're not new to this. We're true to this. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Steele Show. We've got uh, more group chat coming at you, and it's going to get a little sexy. Yeah, we're talking about safe 
sex and the skyrocketing rates, the skyrocketing rates of STIs, sexually transmitted infections. All right. So we're going to get into that. And I know some of y'all are very uncomfortable with the conversation, but I urge you to stick around because we're going to help you get more comfortable with how you have this conversation with somebody that you are going to be intimate with. All right. So don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Jeremiah like the Bible. And it is August 17th on this day in 1998, President Bill Clinton admitted in a nationally televised address that he had an inappropriate relationship with intern Monica Lewinsky. Talk about a political moment. Political moment that goes down in history or infamy at this point. The fact that they tried to impeach him for... Okay, so first of all, in hindsight... He should have been impeached yeah. because he was sick, basically in a, even though it was consensual, we all understand that workplace dynamics, it don't get more workplace dynamic than I'm the president and you're an intern. And you're an intern. So that right there, <laughs> that's okay. Me too, me you, me you, me you. Me you. deal with a secretary in the, in the cabinet. He went down to the intern. Intern, okay. <laughs> me, you, your mama and your cousin too are like, that's sexual harassment. Okay, so there's that. But the fact, though, that, like, they could not impeach Donald Trump mm-hmm. is like, OK, nah, so just yeah. And he's never admitted anything. Bill Clinton, like, came out and was like, OK, OK, y'all. Like, y'all got me. Y'all got me. The blue dress, the blue dress. But it's also really disgusting and sickening the way Monica Lewinsky was treated after that, that mm-hmm. she was like some hussy or, you know, that she was like some some um like a, a, a home wrecker, et cetera. And it's like, when you think about it, this girl was like 20 something, like 22, I think. Right. And now that I'm, thir- that I'm 42, baby, 22 ain't, ain't nothing. That's a baby. You're in college. It's also disgusting mm-hmm. that he was having an inappropriate relationship with a 22 year old. So there's like many levels to this. And I, like the world owes this, owes this. She's not a young woman anymore, but the world owes Monica Lewinsky an apology. All right, what do you got coming up this hour? Well, coming up this hour, speaking gonna, of sex, right? We're going to talk about safe sex, also in America, because the rising rates of STIs are happening all around us. So we're going to talk about just the ways in which you can have that conversation about sexual health with your partner, and also in Amanda we trust. Amanda's new political comedy documentary is coming out tomorrow. So this hour we're going to play a fun game. We're going to rank some of the most famous political fashion moments so stay locked stay locked in we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show
Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. All right, so uh, we we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Sexually transmitted infections are on the rise. Yes. Yeah, so earlier this week, we talked about the rising rates of STIs in the U.S. According to the CDC, they reported cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis on the rise across the country. So Amanda, this is a this is just a time to really get serious about sexual health. If you weren't before, um. But the truth of the matter is, people aren't taught a lot about sex. We don't talk about safe sex. No. We kind of just like, we know. We cross our fingers. Yeah, we know sex exists. And like kind of, even like the practice of sex. I think even like in health class is very much like, so sex happens. And like the bridge between like sex and like the, the, like, I just feel like when I was in health class, it was like, okay, there's a conversation about sex, Mm -hmm. which is scientific. Yes. It's very. It's very scientific. It's like there's a penis there's a vagina, mm-hmm. there's an egg, mm-hmm. there's a sperm. It will travel, it will then fertilize an egg. That is how a baby is born. And you have a baby. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But they don't, I feel like they don't even drive that home. They're right. just like, this is science. Then in a whole other class, they're like, if you and Bobby Turnsdale <laughs> go under the, 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 the stairwell, uh-huh. you could get this. Yes. And it looks like this. Yes. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and you're like, right. Like, it's like, wait, what do you... It's traumatizing. It is. And I feel like it was simply just done in a way to, like, scare, which mm-hmm. maybe was effective. Right. Because I definitely was a virgin until 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't inform in a way that I feel like sticks with you. Or and then helpful. you get older and you're... Fr- That's what I mean. Yeah. And then you get older and start having sex. And then you're like, I didn't know such and such right gonorrhea chlamydia mm-hmm. well, what is this mm-hmm. that's true and I think I and think- then the new things pop out McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. By the way, because the HPV thing, that was a new pop out. Every it's, it's like COVID. It's like a new iteration of something every few every few years. Yep. Um, but I think we all have like a level of ignorance because of that around just like STIs and just even how to have conversations. Like even for me, like even we think about like um even though it's not an STI, it's an STD. Um, like the AIDS and HIV of it all. Like the fact that now you they have like um people who can take medic medication though you don't have like um and you're not um not, you're not spreading you it. can't spread it like you're undetectable. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. You didn't know about well, I didn't know that. Prep? Well, I know about it like recent, like like in like later adulthood, like growing up. But like, well, because it wasn't there before. But there was like strides towards it. But the way they talked about it, it was just like, in you go die tomorrow. <laughs> no, I think like, it's honestly very, very recent that mm-hmm. that HIV and AIDS is not a death sentence. I put in the last decade, maybe. I mean, that's considered recent. Oh, that recent. I mean, considering it was in the eighties. I mean, a decade ago, I was still a child. I was a young child. <laughs> you were a young child a decade ago. You were nineteen. You were probably already having sex. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all know my business. <laughs> I'm a young child. <laughs> but no, that's like fresh out of high school. You're still like, oh. Like you're like yeah, very- you're, yeah, but that's when it pops off. Right, right, right. 
But I think even then, like the way we engage with the conversation, we it's like very scary. Like, I, like hands off versus like, okay, you may go die tomorrow. Like, I think that even gives people the um the fear even going. It's like the doctor even talking about it with their partner, like because there's such a. But we we haven't. We, I, I've been thinking about this lately and how like America has successfully created this. Uh, attachment avoidant society mm-hmm. and we're just avoidant about everything mm-hmm. right and it's this idea that like if we just don't talk about it and we don't see it then we don't gotta have to deal with it mm-hmm. and we're seeing it like when they talk about history we're also seeing it like here with this thing with the with the stis like people just be like i'd rather live in ignorance than go get tested mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that i didn't go through that like right. i absolutely was one of those people where you're just like oh my god it's too scary it's too scary it's too scary but then there was, but there was this other voice in the back of my head that was like yeah but I will say this though, there is like a hysteria sometimes if you have like unprotected sex and it's like now everything around you is like you're pregnant. You have like something's wrong. Yes. Even though it's like, like yes, it's possible, but it's like, okay. this Unless you just like had random sex with somebody in, like in a back alley. It's like, if it's like your same partner that you probably have had sex with, it's like, okay, you probably don't have anything, but it just feels like, oh my God. You go back to health classes, like you had sex, unprotected, you're going to die. But I would still have a voice in the back of my head that's like, oh, you should probably, like, I know this is scary, but, like, be be responsible. Yes, I would be responsible, y'all. And part of the responsibility is having the conversation with the partner. Yes. We got to talk about that. And just how to do that, we get back, Amanda. All Are right. you down? I'm down. Let's get into it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Now, before we get into Communication Nation, we love when you all communicate with us, mm-hmm. okay? So we had said, can y'all call us up and tell us, you know, any stories that you have around STIs? Of course, y'all was scared. Scaredy two shoes. <laughs> but you know what? Somebody had the balls, okay? And it wasn't blue balls. And they gave us a call. So well, let's go to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda Seals. This is uh, Clyde. Hey, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Um, I love the show. I just discovered the show not too long ago. Just trying to listen to the podcast and trying to find somebody that actually is saying something to listen to. So I found you, Amanda Seals, and your other podcast, and I've been listening to them both. Um, I came to speak about the STD, STI situation. So when I was in college, I was um, with my friends, and we were all at the computer lab on Facebook. And one uh, one day, I got a pop-up message from the local clinic telling me that I needed to come in to get tested because someone gave them my information and the only point of contact they had for me was through Facebook. Um, that was the first time I've ever mm-hmm. knew any like, anything like that was plausible for them to contact me um, through social media platforms. So it was a pretty typical situation. It was more of a preliminary, trying to make sure you don't have anything situation. So I went there and got tested. Also got some pills and some other things just to make sure everything was good. But I thought it was really hilarious that um, it was a pop-up message on Facebook that um, let me know 
Um, everything was good. Everything was clear. And I took some proper precautions after that. I brought some friends with me so they can get tested too. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to tell you that moment of just how funny it was to be sitting around my friends and just get that pop-up message on Facebook. But um, yeah, um, just wanted to tell you my experience. Um, I really, really love the show. <laughs> And I'll probably call him back soon. Thank you. Bye. Good. One eight five five Amanda eight. That was good. He said that pop up on Facebook. Bing. You like what? That's Go fam. to the clinic. That's spam. That's spam, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we said we were going to do a communication nation mm-hmm. about how to talk to your partner about STIs. Right. Um. Well, not, just before you even get to that point, though, before we we're about to get down and dirty. Before, we got to ask you, are you are you good? Am I good? <laughs> yeah, like when's the last time? So I mean, I honestly, so I used to see like these like stories in like Seventeen and in Cosmo where they'd be like, make it a sexy conversation. <laughs> and it's like, it, there's it's nothing not sexy. sexy about this conversation. But I personally feel like a really good time to have a conversation like this is when you're driving. Okay, so we're in a car. I say this because you don't have to look a person in the That's eye. That's true. Because like, I'm driving, I can't look at you. <laughs> So, hey, um, who's driving? You're driving. I'm driving. Okay. Okay. Hey, so I'm sorry. I just said the radio. Let me turn it. Let me turn it down. Thank you. Okay. I love this little baby song. But go <laughs> ahead. What you were saying? Um. Okay. So clearly, we gonna end up doing things. I mean, I, I thought I was expected. You know. Okay. Relax. Okay. Relax. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. But. I cannot lie. Like, I really, we are in a different time. Mm-hmm. We're in a different world. And I just want to make sure that we both on the same page mm-hmm. before we take it to the next stage. And I have to ask you, when was the last time that you were tested? Well, it's funny you asked because, right, like maybe a week ago, I got a pop-up on my Facebook and told me I should <laughs> go to the clinic and, like, get tested. You know, they're doing this whole, like, social media campaign about getting tested because they're, like, skyrocketing rates of STIs. I ain't go down. Um, but the next day I slept on it and said, I should go. I went, you know, they drew some blood, went on the re- results. Wait, hold on. I think I got it in my email. They just emailed me. It looked like, like I'm negative. I think we could do this. Clearly, Jeremiah has never had to have this conversation. So I when, have, we, when, I when we get back, he's not acting like it. When we get back, I am going to give a demonstration on this conversation uh, right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Now, you know, we have a little segment called Communication Nation where we we be trying to demonstrate to y'all like how to have difficult conversations, okay? And I mean, it is a very difficult conversation to have about STIs. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's one that I've had to have because I'm an adult and also just because I feel like, you know, I I, I think there's a part of me that actually likes a difficult conversation (laughs) because I feel like I know how to navigate it. Uh, So here is my version of how to have an STI conversation. Again, we're in a car. I'm driving. He's in the passenger seat. Let's go. So when's the last time you got tested? I mean, I'm not really sure about the last time I got tested. 
Well, you know what I think would be good? I think it would be good that both of us, just since we're starting fresh and this is new, we might as well get tested fresh new too. So how do you feel about that? I mean, that seems fair. That seems fair. Actually, this is a good time to ask. Do you have insurance? Yes, I have insurance. Damn. Hey, man, I got to ask. You know what I'm saying? I got to ask because, listen, a lot of folks don't be having their act together. I definitely have insurance. Regardless, even if you didn't, you could go to the clinic. Like, urgent care will take care of this for a very nominal fee. True, true, true. All right, so, I mean, do you want to go together? How do you want to do this? I mean, God, you know what? We should. Let's make a date. You're wilding. You want to make a date to go and get tested? Hey, man, we got to get our time in together whenever we can. This is a story. You like content? Don't you make content? This is all like some content. You know what? I like how you're thinking about things. All right. All right. I thought I was going to be making you uncomfortable in this conversation, but I feel like I'm sweating over here. <laughs> all right. Um. So when you want to do it? Actually, I just uh, pulled it up on GPS. They got an urgent care right around the corner. But I mean, we got time before the movie. All right. That's only because you're trying to do something after the movie, ain't it? I mean, the results do come back immediately these days. <laughs> All right, give me the directions. Plug the phone up. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, guys. Communication Nation. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremy like the Bible here. All right, so everybody, tomorrow I am dropping my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of this project, we basically get to see what it's like when I decide to take a stab at running for, well, actually not even taking a stab, but to look into <laughs> if I should run for office. In your free time. And so basically we do a little segment with Paul Wharton, who is a style guru out of D.C. And we talk about, you know, okay, what is the outfit that I should wear for my legislative look? And, you know, in that conversation, he was like, most of the time I tell people it's not what you wear, it's how you wear it, but that doesn't apply in politics. Yep. And I was like, oh, wait. And he's like, you know, it's a real thing. Like how you dress in politics is going to determine how you get the votes. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about that. And there really are a lot of political fashion moments. There are so many. Some that went down um, in infamy and some that we love. That yes. are beloved. Um, I like this one, but the people didn't like it. Well, certain people didn't like it. Obama in his tan suit. <laughs> that was a good look. I mean, I just felt like it was such a ridiculous, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like conspiracy. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, he's wearing a tan suit. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I learned in my documentary that also uh, Ronald Reagan wore a tan suit. Oh, see? And they ain't saying about that. They ain't saying about that. But it also mm-hmm. made me wonder, like, so was was there some type of correlation there? Because oh. I'm not a Reagan fan and I hope that Obama isn't either. But right. then, you know, Obama, he got his own stuff too. <laughs> What other ones come to mind for you, Amanda? So I didn't know this, but apparently Hillary Clinton used to wear skirts like right. normally. And uh, she we always saw her in a Chanel, you know, a Chanel tweed number. Mm-hmm. And then apparently like she got she was like sitting somewhere and someone took a picture like up her skirts. Mm-hmm. And that picture ended up getting projected as like a part of an ad campaign in Brazil for like underwear. And it was on like giant billboards. I wonder how she found out. Like, I wonder if someone was just like, hey, girl. Well, let me tell you, I remember when I was in Togo and they had like all these billboards for skin whitening and skin bleaching. Uh And I had put a picture up on my Instagram and this girl hit me and was like, that's me. And it's a girl from St. Louis. (laughs) And she was like, I took those pictures when I was 18 years old and put them on like a stock free, like a stock. um, Stock images to get you. Stock images. And the company in Togo has been using her image Mm -hmm. when she was 18 on a skin bleaching ad. And she's like, I'm 26 now. She's like, also, I'm not even that light. <laughs> she's like, they lighting me up for their skin bleaching ass. So, you know, you never know. But that that so that's why Hillary started wearing the pantsuits. You know somebody who hasn't had, really had a remarkable fashion moment? Kamala Harris. I love Kamala, girl. We love you. But what's going on with the fact? The silk press be there. I was going to say, that's really the moment. That press. But some with the words, like, they don't give her. I don't know if it's her, the team. But like, she never had like that, that style moment we waiting for. I think they're that's by design. Like, she's okay. supposed to kind of look muted. Okay. You know, whereas like, if she comes out, if she popped out, it'd be a problem. I mean, she tried to pop out at the Beyonce concert. She had a little glitter shirt. I'm like, okay, Kamala. Okay. It's like, your auntie put on something fancy. Like, I put on something fancy for the kids. It's like, okay. It was from Express. <laughs> Do you remember Michelle Obama in a purple dress at the Biden inauguration? Yes. Baby came like it was her inauguration. She said, oh, y'all thought I was done? You no. know what, though? I will say the actual moment to me with Michelle Obama was when she wore the Balenciaga boots, like the knee-high boots <laughs> uh, on her book tour. And it was just like, oh, okay, we out. Baby, she said it's a new a new dawn. We're not, we not just out the house. We out the White House. We have micros. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but then there's moments that live in infamy. me. Mm-hmm. And I would say for me, the number one, <laughs> why did Nancy Pelosi and the rest of these fools have Kente cloth on in the wake of George Floyd? On top of that, they was kneeling. There was a meeting about that. 
a meeting about the cloth. Yes. Someone was an intern was assigned to go pick up the cloth and select mm-hmm. the cloth. Mm-hmm. Somebody cut it. Uh-huh. Somebody it pinned it. They're like, you can deliver these. There's the pictures, and you know that they all took pictures together. <laughs> oh God. That intern somewhere like that's somebody's Christmas card. Please, don't no, like. that's somebody's Kwanzaa card. <laughs> Juneteenth card. <laughs> Ciao. Oh man, there it is. Well, I hope that you all check out the special and that you enjoy all of our fashion moments. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show, and make sure to go to inamandawetrust.com so that you don't miss it when it drops tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Reticent to 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 remake, to redesign, to to reimagine. Use it in a sentence. I re- what's the word again? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> reticent. Reticent. Describes someone that readily or openly talks to others. She is reticent about discussing her personal business with anyone. And when they say she, they mean Amanda Seals. <laughs> I'm, I'm screaming. I am. According to like, basically, you know, I just, I am very open, open book, very open book. I'm not sure if it has like a negative connotation to it or not though, or if it's just factual. I mean, it depends on what you share personal business, business about maybe. But you know how some words like they not, they're, they're like, they have a connotation to them. Like mm-hmm. they're not just generic. Like right. if like you could say, um, like if something's infamous, it's, it's like a negative term. Like this is infamous. It has a, it has a negative um, the term itself is negative, yeah. Right. But I don't know if reticent is that. You know, like, oh, that person says too much. Right, right. Or if it's just that they speak a lot. They talk a lot. Like They're, equacious. Like you used to be talking. Yeah. That could be good or it could be bad, depending on what you're talking about. <laughs> There's that. What are we going to be talking about this hour? Well, we got to be knowing, Amanda. You know, lately you've been in flow. Mm. Not that kind of flow, y'all. I know what y'all think about. No, we're talking about like, you know, in one with the universe. <laughs> and, you know, you really been talking about the importance of it. So I think you're going to drop us a gem about that for the I be knowing. Exactly. We're going to take some more calls, y'all. And we got some second headlines because it's group chat Thursday. But, you know, a lot of headlines happened out here that we cannot forget about. All right. So we're going to get into all of that right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So make sure you go to... Uh, wherever you get your podcast and also check out sorry I had a brain podcast. fart podcast.com <laughs> yeah I had a brain fart you can also make sure to check out uh, my my 
I'm at Podcast Small Doses. Uh, we have a new episode up every Wednesday. Side effects of textured hair just premiered. And today you can see the visuals when they premiere on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. So we got all that going on. Plus, of course, tomorrow I'm dropping in Amanda We Trust, my political comedy documentary. I did it from the heart. I did it from my pockets. And I hope that you all will show your love and support the same way that you show your support for movies like Barbie and Transformers mm-hmm. and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We need a billion know? dollars, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Just to the billion dollar mark. All that right there. Like, y'all be out. Y'all be going out. Make it a, make, you know, be dope if people made it like a girls' night type of mm-hmm. thing or just a, a friends' night type of mm-hmm. type of like a gathering. You feel me? Because, uh, but, but don't do that too much because, I mean, then y'all are just pulling the money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone by their own, own thing, you know. Just know that you're supporting uh, an independent project. And I think that for me, always makes me feel like, okay, I'm doing something good. I'm doing something good. You can do something good by sticking around right here at the Amanda Seal Show because we're not going nowhere. Nope. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for... I be knowing. So the topic today was going to be the importance of being in flow. But I just don't feel like talking about that right now. Okay. So what I do want to talk about, though, is how just moved I am that Bun B spoke in response to the Tory Lanez uh, uh, sentencing and said this is a wake-up call on how important it is to protect Black women. And I think it's really important that he just said that flat out just like that. Because the reality is that a lot of times things are in code. You know what I'm saying? Like people be trying to show support but not really trying to show too much because they don't want to know they don't want to look like they're speaking out against etc etc and like bun really just demonstrated like the whole reason why we have old heads y'all like old heads are supposed to be wise and they're supposed to also be fearless because they're like i ain't got to prove nothing to y'all i I done been here this whole time but i got my legacy my best friend already passed on like i got my lady i got my trill burgers i really don't need to do nothing except be keep it a buck And that right there spoke to me and it really made me really pleased because this is the type of messaging that we need to have more men saying, particularly black men saying unabashedly, right? It doesn't have to be related to Tory Lanez, but it's just unabashedly stating the fact that black women are not being protected because that seems to be constantly said to us like we're making it up. We are constantly saying we want to be protected. Show us protection, not just physically, emotionally, mentally. Like, what does that mean? Take pride in that. Like, how do we get our men to look out for us this way? And like, I'm not saying there aren't brothers who are like, yeah, I agree with you, but they're not saying out loud, y'all need to agree with them. There's not enough brothers checking brothers. And then when you say, hey, I would love for brothers to do this, then you get labeled as somebody who hates black men and get harassed about it on the Internet for 10 years. I'm speaking about myself. So I feel like when Bun B does this, it sets a trend, I hope. And at least at the very least, it sets a standard that says this 
is what it is. You know, and it's direct. It's not circuitous. It's not cryptic. It's not, you know, it doesn't even feel like a sound bite. It feels like just the facts. And it's like, you know what? He probably smoked a blunt and was like, you know, this, this is the reality. And it is Tory Lanez's reality, but it has been the reality for so many folks for so long. I just see the cases of domestic violence that are going down. You see just even the, the way that reactions are happening. Look, I just saw that Kiki and her man broke up, right? People were like, oh, she needs to be, uh, she needs to forgive that man. They have a baby together, et cetera, et cetera. But what y'all weren't understanding was that that man did not protect her in that moment. It's not just a physical protection. It's an emotional and a mental protection. She's a public figure. You gonna put her out to slaughter like that? Luckily, she Kiki freaking Palmer. And, you know, we love her. But like, if, if, if my ex had done that to me, I would have been eaten alive. Because what it would have been is, oh, he did it? All right, well, that's a license for us to do it. And that right there is not an example of being protected. And is definitely not an example of protecting. And that's the person that you with, let alone just the simple fact that, like, I see too many videos, Montgomery Brawl not included, of black women in scenarios where they are being harmed and black men are not doing anything to prevent it. They're not stepping in. And then when you see in the comments, people will be like, what you expect them to do? Get punched? What you expect them to do? Possibly get hurt? And it's like, yeah, that may have happened. But at the end of the day, like you felt okay being unscathed while watching someone be harmed who cannot protect themselves. What are we doing? So shout out to Bun B. Shout out to Bun B for demonstrating what, what I hope many brothers are also feeling with or without Tory Lanez and his sentencing. I be knowing. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, they go to the phone lines because we love taking y'all calls on all the topics this week. And we love getting calls about, you know, things learned this week. You know, we have a topic that, you know, we, we talked about in the group chat. You got to call us. We need your calls. If you don't, we ain't got a show. But call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, what's up? This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, Amanda. I listen to your podcast. I was just wondering... Have you watched uh, something new out on 
Hulu called Sounds of the Police. And also, have you read the book Race, Trace, and Tendencies of the American Negro? And so what are your thoughts on those? And also, I wish there's a, a TikTok I wish I could share with you about um, why there's no national health care. All right, have a good day. You and Jeremiah like the Bible. Listen to your podcast all the time. Appreciate you. Unfortunately, I have not seen that series and I have not read that book, but I know the TikTok you're talking about. <laughs> on that TikTok. That's why you read the book. I've seen the show. He's on that TikTok. <laughs> on that you know, because there's a recent TikTok that's been circulating about why there hasn't been universal health care implemented in America. And that when it was attempted to be implemented by FDR, by TDR, by Ford, I think. Um, not Ford. Um, like, Johnson, LBJ. By Ford LBJ. And even, and even Clinton, that what stopped it was apparently the decision was made not to do it because then black people would get it. That's right. And the thought process was like, yeah, but if everyone has health care, then black people will have health care. We can't have black people have health care. And so literally they forfeited the country having health care to keep black people from having access to health care. That is, the, that is the, the TikTok that's been going around. And then they took it to another level and said, okay, well, we'll have, make a happy medium and put these co-pays because the co-pays will deter a lot of black folks from going so that they don't have to spend any money. Insidious is what it is. If cut show knows that spite your face was a country. And that is the facts. But thank you all for calling always. Remember, we love to hear your phone calls, and I am going to check out that book and that series. Uh, so hit me up, 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1 262 I love a recommendation. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Charles the Amanda Seal Show. We are about to head on out of here. Thank you for joining us on this group chat Thursday. What did we talk about? We talked about tourism and how it's hurting the natives over in Hawaii following the Maui fi- Maui fires. We also talked about relationships and money. It mm-hmm. get tricky, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Talked about how mm-hmm. tricky it is to talk about safe sex and you know the rise of STIs according to the CDC. You know, wrap up y'all, go get tested. <laughs> it's important. Y'all said this with a very important I be knowing. I did. I did. Inspired I, by Bun B. Bun B telling y'all what it is in response to Tory Lanez and his sentencing. So make sure you check that out. Remember, you can check out any other show uh, wherever you get your podcast. If you missed the show, you can also check out my latest podcast, Small Doses. This episode is Side Effects of Textured Hair with Anthony Dickey, hair guru himself. And I know we love a hair conversation and this one does not disappoint. Last but not least, tomorrow I will finally be releasing my unapologetically political comedy documentary, in Amanda We Trust. It has been a labor of love. I've been working on this for five months and to see it finally come to fruition and be able to be shared with y'all is really long overdue. So I can't exp- can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. So make sure that you go to inamandawetrust.com, put your email in there so you can get the email at midnight tomorrow, well, I guess tonight. Yeah. At midnight tonight so that you can check it out and uh, show your love. All right? We'll be right back next 
No, not believe me trying to go to, to next week already. <laughs> we'll be right back tomorrow. It's Friday. You know what Friday is. Nothing but a good day, all right? We got all that black joy for you. We got the black spin. We got, uh, what else we got on Friday? We got things the, I learned this week. The people versus. We got the people versus. And we'll see if Jeremiah or Supreme are going to take the crown in our next uh, round of word wordology. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the game this week. Wordology. All right, remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.